Peace, peace. We are back once again with another episode of Masterminds with Brother Shem L. I'm your host, Brother Shem L, and I am excited about this episode. The name of this episode is entitled Asiatic Affirmations. And we are going to get into the subject of affirmations. We will get into the metaphysical aspects of chapter one of the circle seven and explore exactly what affirmation is, what affirmations are, the importance of affirmations, how affirmations are applied, their function and how to incorporate it in your life, particularly with visualization and meditation, overall reflection, because reflection is the business of man. Now, I want to say, first and foremost, uh, giving honor um, to my wife, Anessel, who inspired me to put this podcast together and this is actually sort of an extension of our Moorish meditation series which I received great feedback in reference to that it has helped a lot of people I'm told so I'm definitely um, grateful you know I'm humbled and grateful that the information that I'm putting out in these podcasts are able to assist people in their journey, their spiritual journey. So I would like to start by reading a section of chapter one of the circle seven, uh, which is the creation of fallen man. And once I conclude with this section, uh, it will give you more insight on the perspective and how the application, I should say, of affirmations as it pertains to more science and metaphysics. So I'm actually starting from the middle of the chapter. And those of you who have a circle seven will be able to follow along once you hear this. And it goes... Here now, O everything that is, or was, or evermore will be. For wisdom speaks from out the highest plane of spirit life. Man is a thought of Allah. All thoughts of Allah are infinite. They are not measured up by time. For the things that are concerned with time begin and end the thoughts of Allah are the everlasting of the past unto the never ending days to come and so is man the spirit man but man like every other thought of Allah was but a seed a seed that held within itself the potencies of Allah just as the seed of any plant of earth holds deep within itself the attributes of every part 
of that especial plant. So spirit man, as seed of Allah, held deep within it himself the attributes of every part of Allah. Now, seeds are perfect, yea, as perfect as the source from which they come. But they are not unfolded into life, made manifest. The child is as perfect as the mother is. So man, the seed, must be deeply planted in a soil that he might grow, unfold, as does the bud unfold to show the flower. Now this is very important. This section here, as it pertains to affirmations. And when we explore the word affirmations, we get to the root word, which is affirm. Um, and from affirm, you get firm. So basically, we're dealing with the process of taking the abstract which is the thought and bringing it into the concrete right which is the manifestation which is the firm <laughs> that which is firm as you will because you're dealing with as mentioned in chapter 1 you're dealing with three states or three planes which is the plane of spirit the highest plane the plane of soul and the plane of manifest, things made manifest. Some people will say it's the third dimension, right? So with that said, that is equivalent to the three states of matter, solid, liquid, gas, starting from gas, slowing the vibration down, bringing it into a solid. As so it is with the thought, Again, you are a thought, and as a thought, you are infinite. Now, we know in more science that when we say Allah, according to the circle seven, Allah is all, and that's very key. So, I will be using the term all throughout this podcast. And so for those who know how to relate those two words will understand what I'm saying. Now, you man is a thought of all, right? In the axiom, in the Kabbalion, it says that all is mind and the universe is mental, Right? So again, we're getting back into thought. So taking the thought, which is in the higher ether planes, and manifesting down into the plane of manifest. Being able to do your affirmations, which works wonders when you combine it with visualization and meditation, allows you to manifest things. 
But it's not just for manifestation. It's also used to raise your vibration up to higher frequencies. Okay? That's what they're used for with these affirmations. As above, so below. Another axiom in the Kabbalion, which deals with the law of correspondence. As above, so below. As within, so without. So how do we take the thought and bring it into manifestation? Well, one of the most commonly used methods is by the expression of words. In the Circle 7, it speaks about the Logos. And it's used the Logos to... Um, as a term designated for the person who many call Jesus or the Christ the anointed one so keeping that in mind we understand that Logos is a Greek is Greek I should say for the English term word. So logos is Greek for word. In the book of John, or the gospel according to John, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. This is very key and very powerful because what it says is that words, the words, the word is the first expression of the thought. Words are expression of thoughts. Even right now in this podcast, as you're listening, you are receiving expressions of thoughts, which is a culmination of one thought, if you follow Basically, the greater thought it is umbrellas or embodies these sub-thoughts or sub-subsets of the one thought. So, in this broadcast, I'm speaking on one theme. But as I speak on one theme, there will be different subjects and topics I will express. So, each one of those topics are a thought individually but they all combine connected to the one theme which is a thought in and of itself it's equivalent to the hand the hand is one and connected with the hand or the fingers which are extensions of the hand but yet they are all one it even says in the circle seven that Allah is one yet he is more than one so if you use the concept of the hand as the, you can relate that in correspondence with thought and other things as well. So there are many forms of affirmations. Um, one of the oldest forms of affirmations is a mantra. And of course, mantra is a Sanskrit word 
which is a sacred utterance of a word or a group of words which are supposed to have power. For example, a very common mantra or chant would be Aum. The Aum chant mantra is very powerful because of the frequency. Remember, words are frequency. The sound is a frequency and is a vibration. And everything is created manifested as mentioned in chapter 1 of circle 7 through vibration because as it says in chapter 1 the plane of the soul is but the ether of the spirit plane vibrating not so fast and in the slower rhythm of this plane the essence of life are manifest so therefore you have vibration it speaks and rhythm there is the uh, principle of the law of rhythm right again another law that's used as it speaks about in the Kabbalion where there's vibration back and forth whenever you hear someone speak you hear someone speak in a rhythm usually a tone and a rhythm if you hear a rapper, you'll hear them speak in a certain rhythm, what they call a cadence, and it's considered music. Same thing with a singer, etc. Why is this important? Because the universe operates off of rhythm and vibration. There is a rhythm. You have what's called biorhythm with the frequencies which connect to the electromagnetic energies of your body and your aura and knowing how to tune attune yourself in your biorhythms uh, results in greater health so it is the same dealing with the word how you speak the tone in which you speak if you ever notice someone can two people can say you have a blessed day they are the same words but one can say it it with a tonation and a rhythm which gives you a good feeling you have a blessed day and then someone else can say it in a tonation and a rhythm that will irritate you you have a blessed day you have a blessed day listen to the tone listen to the listen to the the rhythm you can tell that there's an attitude in the second one the first one very pleasant it's the same words <laughs> the same words so it's more than just the word itself it is the vibration and the feeling and the energy behind the words that create that is the cause to the effect and we have to keep that in mind when we do our affirmations there has to be an energy a high vibrational positive energy which allows the positive result to manifest remember we are creators 
and create our own heaven and hell. This is important. Now, in the second half of this podcast, I will actually provide you with an affirmation that I have put together for um, all of the listening audience, for those who listen to the podcast, and it is one that you can share. Feel free to share this. And it is one that is put together for the purpose of anyone using it. Um, It is not confined to any particular ideology, religion, belief, or ETC. Um, Some who are more dogmatic than others may not, it, it may not appeal to them. But I definitely made sure that uh, it was not um, something that promoted one particular ideology or religious thought. It's, yeah, I mean, it's created to be as universal as possible. Um, so um, hopefully um, you will find benefit with it. That will be in the second half of this particular podcast. And then I'll go on to explain the science behind of uh, why those words were used and the application of it and how it may benefit you. Of course, there are many, many different affirmations out there, and many of them are uh, very powerful, um, definitely very powerful. And I would encourage you to do your own search um, and apply what is useful for you. You know, it's, it's definitely not about one particular uh, way of doing the affirmations, uh, being superior over the other. It is all about applying what resonates with you and brings out the maximum uh, benefits. Uh, however, with that said, I would definitely encourage that you combine affirmation with meditation. And we have a whole episode on meditation explaining that as well as visualization. Visualization is very important because visualization employs the aspect of imagination. Now, we always hear about saying the saying of man being made in the image and the likeness of the great God or the Lord God or uh, God Allah whatever name you want to use but the but the root word of imagination is image so in your imagination and I, I believe I said this in a previous episode child's imagination is at its height um, starting at seven age seven Um, and, and it actually takes place before but it gets to its height in at age seven 
as we get older, we are programmed to use less and less of our imagination, to be less imaginative, uh, to be more left brain, use the left side of our brain. And they, they tell you it's called being realistic. <laughs> they tell you, be realistic. Uh, you know, you're a dreamer. Right? It's not conducive in mainstream society to be a dreamer. However, you find that the most successful people are those who dream, if you will. They have the vision. They have to have a vision of something that does not exist for it to take place. A lot of your inventions, a lot of the things that we see, particularly the people who are into the arts, music, etc., they have great creations that we all enjoy. But had they not imagined it in their mind, we would never experience the benefits of that. So it all takes place with the thought, the imagination. Thought is the cause of it all. Affirmations are used for the purpose of bringing these thoughts and visualizations into manifestation. They affirm what is the seed in the mind of man male and female which is the thought as a man thinketh in his heart so is he as it says I believe in the book of Proverbs you first have to believe if you can conceive it and believe it you will achieve it these are many different things we have heard the Sufis do something known as dhikr or zikr, and it is the remembrance of Allah. That remembrance is done in the form of reciting words, particularly attributes of Allah. And we just spoke about the attributes that deep within you, each and every one of you, is the attributes of the omnipotent the attributes of all the most high whatever term you want to use if you think of it in the Quran there are 99 names for Allah if you think of each attribute that is mentioned Al-Rahman the, benef- the beneficent Al-Rahim the merciful all the way to Asabur the patient. These are qualities that you'll find in other human beings. You'll find beneficent people. You'll find merciful people. You'll find patient people. You'll find wise people, al-Hakim, etc., etc. These are all qualities within you. You just have to affirm it and become one with all all that is great all that is good was is and evermore to be and it is said what other word do we give to truth the question is asked in the Moore's questionnaire what other word 
Actually, let's go back to what is true. Truth is art. What is art? Art is a law. Can truth change? Truth cannot change or pass away. What other name do we give to truth? What other name do we give to truth? Holy breath. What have you to say about the holy breath? All we can say, it is great. It is good. It was. It is. And nevermore to be. Amen. And amen, which is said to mean so be it, comes from Amen Ra. Amun. Amen, which is hidden. Holy breath is that which is not seen by mortal eyes. It's hidden within you. You are breath made flesh. Right? It says in the book of John that that the word became flesh. You are breath made flesh. It takes breath to utter the word. The word spirit comes from the Latin word spiritus, meaning breath. So you are that holy breath, that holy spirit made flesh. Right? It talks about in Genesis how how the Lord breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. All these speak about your connection with the omnipotent. And what affirmations do, it brings you into the consciousness that you are one with the omnipotent. It brings you into the consciousness of that. It reminds you. Zika means to remember. You have to remember because you once knew, but you forgot. We are forgetful beings. We have to learn to remember and re means to do again member man himself is not the body but man himself is not the body nor the soul he is a spirit and a part of Allah you are that part that member of all you have to keep that in mind to realign yourself to get back into the consciousness that you are one you debased yourself you separated yourself in mind and thought operating as individuals so what the best affirmations do the best ones actually brings you back into that consciousness of being one with all and in that all things are possible when you are one with all when you come into the realization that you are one with all all things are possible this is the power of affirmations in the courts they give you an option when you go on the witness stand you can either swear or you can affirm And a lot of people who are astute in law will tell you it's better to affirm than to swear. 
because when you are firm, you are going on your own merit. When you swear, you are going on the merit of that which you believe to be truth. That is, you believe in a God, but your belief is not fruition. You don't know. It's not even faith. You don't know it. But you affirm you're going on your own merit. And the near place to meet God or meet the Most High is within, not outside. And most people who swear, (laughs) swear by something that they view as outside of them anyway. something to think about and this is why it is important again in the realization of affirmations that we practice this to bring the abstract to the concrete to take it from the thought and manifest it on the plane of manifest Now we're at the second half of this episode, which is Asiatic Affirmations. And what I like to do is start it off with the affirmation that I put together to present to my listening audience. And this affirmation consists of seven statements each statement or each line phrase that you will say is said three times so in essence you are saying in essence 21 (laughs) different um 21 statements, 21 uh, points, but there are actually seven, and each of the seven are said three times. And I will get into the science of why that is, but this is best done in conjunction with visualization. So, what I would suggest, and again, it is up to the listener to choose. Or make the decision on how they would like to use this affirmation, or if they would like to use it at all. If the, if it's a if they see it of benefit, or if they don't see it of benefit. But my suggestion is that when you do this, you are in a relaxed state, um, preferably sitting upright, or you can sit in a lotus position. Anything that has you relaxed and centered the same way you would do with meditation. This can be done inside a building. It can be done outside, whatever feels best. And as you're positioned, you close your eyes and you envision light 
start off, you can start this off by envisioning, visualizing light. And later on, I would suggest um, as you get advanced, you can visualize other things as well. But I would just start with white light, white light. And you can focus this um, around your brow chakra, your pineal gland. And as you visualize this light, have a sense and a feeling of being at peace being calm and being at peace and this is the affirmation that you would say and you would say it as such remember each line is said three times so I will say it in that fashion it goes as this I am one with all I am one with all I am one with all I am in tune with divine will I am in tune with divine will I am in tune with divine will I am love truth peace freedom and justice I am love truth peace freedom and justice I am love truth peace freedom and justice I am infinite in all I am infinite in all I am infinite in all I am omnipotent in all I am omnipotent in all I am omnipotent in all I am plain rich I am plain rich I am plain rich I am the creator of my heaven I am the creator of my heaven I am the creator of my heaven. Then you would pause. You're visualizing the light. You're visualizing the light growing brighter and brighter, encompassing your being, your whole being. And then you would slowly center it back to a starting point so there's an expansion of light while you're doing the affirmation and then there's the contraction of light to its focal point then you would open your eyes with that affirmation and then slowly go about your business now Again, that's my suggestion. You could just go ahead and just say it out and not do the visualization. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, however, I definitely, definitely highly suggest that you say each of those seven lines 
three times. Now, the science of that is this. The three represents the triune, wisdom, will, and love. But it also represents or corresponds with the three-step ladder of belief, faith, and fruition. Belief is what man thinks perhaps is truth. Faith is what man knows to be the truth. And fruition is when man himself becomes the truth. This is the key of it. So you're taking that is the process of taking the abstract to the concrete where you are unified with the thought. You become one with it. It becomes a part of you. That is how manifestation works. In other words, bringing it into third dimension. Bringing it from the spirit plane to the plane of manifest. They say three is the magic number. That's why many things are repeated three times. That is the science of that. Seven, of course, represents the seven created spirits that created everything that ever was, is, and ever more to be. So that's one. Also, you can use the correspondence, the law correspondence, as it relates to the seven chakras, um, seven heavens, uh, ETC, etc. Three times seven is 21, which is Again, along those numbers um, that are key in the mystical systems, um, the metaphysical teachings, esoteric teachings, etc. So this is put together for those who are familiar with more science. Uh, you will you would have noticed that I used each of those uh, statements. I am this, this is the I am affirmation I am there are many different I am affirmations I am is very powerful because I am puts you in the state of now as opposed to putting you in a future tense which always makes it a um, it takes you away from that manifestation when you think as I am you stating in the now you're dealing with your subconscious mind your subconscious mind only deals with one sense of time and that's the present your conscious mind deals with past present and future it differentiates but you're planting that seed to grow in your subconscious mind so when you deal with i am your subconscious mind operates in the now so for example, when you said, I am playing rich, you know, you, you may be strugg struggling, as they say in the real world, but yet and still, your subconscious mind, you're planting that seed, you are activating it to manifest through your subconscious mind. It's the mastery of mind to be a master mind. 
you must master your mind. This is where affirmations come into play. And again, a lot of your people who are successful, a lot of your people who are uh, not just successful as far as finances, but as far as having a peaceful life, having a healthy life, they use affirmations, they use vision boards, they use imagination, they use these tools. And it's all throughout the Circle 7. Um, again, you will notice these words, these statements that I use, you will find in some form or fashion in the Circle 7. In tune with the divine will, that's the deific will. Same thing. As I mentioned, Allah is all. I spoke about that. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. The five universal principles, the highest principles known to man. Um, infinite infinite I say infinite I like to pronounce it like that but if you want to say infinite that's fine um, and that goes back to chapter 1 the circle 7 omnipotent is also another term used in the circle 7 I am plain rich that comes from an oral statement of noble Jirali where he said children you are plain rich so I decided to take that statement and use it in the affirmation because those of us who have studied this those teachings we hear about it all the time that that's what someone else said but how many times do you say it how many times yeah you said well, yeah Noble Drew Ali said we are plain, you were plain rich how many times do you say and affirm that you are plain rich that's why I put it in the affirmation and last but not least I am the creator of my heaven goes back of course to that section in the circle 7 where it says that that we are creators you are creators and, and create your own heaven and hell um that heaven is not a place to be measured by meets and bounds, but is a state of mind. So we create our own heaven and hell. It's, it's more preferable to create our own heaven. So that's why I put in that statement last. I am the creator of my heaven. It brings you into ownership to own that. When you affirm you are owning that you are in control it is on you to make these things a reality as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and this is key these affirmations this affirmation many other affirmations when properly used and as I mentioned before the proper use is the proper energy, the proper vibration. You have to be in a in a good vibe, a positive vibe for these affirmations to have a benefit to you. If you're in a negative mood or a negative vibe, um, it is advantageous and highly suggested that you um, get into meditation first or uh, something or maybe read some um, spiritual writings 
to kind of get you in a more positive vibration, more better mood before just saying these affirmations because if you don't have the right vibration, they won't be of any benefit to you. In fact, they may have an adverse effect to you depending on your mood. As I mentioned, you can say the same exact words multitude of ways two extremes of polarities positive polarity or negative polarity and they will have though it's the same words the effects will be vastly different so always strive to be in your higher self have the highest vibrations the highest possible thoughts when saying your affirmations because they are for your benefit they are there to help you these are um, what they would call positive reinforcements Um, in school um, it was always known that children like positive reinforcements to say you know what Tommy you you're great. You are very smart. You know, you look, get that little star on your paper. You are a star. You are great. Positive reinforcements, which, of course, you know, affect your self-esteem. It gives you hope. It lets you know that you can do it. You have the potential. It is a reminder of your potential. It, it, it gives you the ability to look at the glasses half full as opposed to half empty, as they say. Right? The, the perspective. It guides your perspective. And your perspective creates your reality. All all of the people who who study and teach metaphysics know that that your perspective in this illusion because this is an illusion known as the plane of manifest because it has a beginning and an end your perspective by shifting your perspective you shift the paradigm you shift the reality you shift the energies and you can make them work for you or you can make it work against you. That's what it is. You can make it work for you or you can make it work against you. Affirmations are designed to work for you. When you say I am one with all and you really understand what that means, that means you are tapped into abundance all things are possible right that's working for your favor I'm in tune with divine will divine will when the will of man and the will of Allah one and I'm paraphrasing at this point the resurrection is a fact right 
That's something to think about. Resurrection is the resurrection of thought. The resurrection to be surrect is the stand. So resurrect. Number re is the prefix for again to do again is to stand again. Stand again in a new reality. This is important. This is highly important. We have to be able to raise our vibrations. Raising the vibration is what will put us where we need to be. If we do not do that, then we are lost. So we want to raise our vibrations up. We want to be able to do that resurrect go ahead and process and transmute from human flesh to flesh divine right and the story is in the circle seven that Jesus was a God man of that day but everyone on earth shall be shall overcome and be like him the son of Allah right so we also all of us can reach that divine state and that's what it's about that's what we are working to do when will of man and will of Allah are one the resurrection is a fact the will of man makes possible the action of the holy breath. When will of man and will of Allah are one, the resurrection is a fact. So, that's directly from the circle seven. So, when human will and divine will are one, the resurrection is a fact. In this, we have as it says in this we have the chemistry of mortal life the ministry of death the mystery of deific life deific is divine right so the spirit man cannot die we know this only the human body can now while you have this garb of flesh it is a tool, is a vehicle to use to navigate on this plane of things made manifest. Creative fate gave to man, to spirit man, a soul that he might function on the plane of soul. Gave him a body of flesh that he might function on the plane of things made manifest. So it's for you, this body is for you to function on this plane. And being on this plane your rightful title is to be lord of all the planes manifest but you gave up your birthrights just to gratify your lower self as it mentions in chapter 1 of the circle 7 but man will regain his lost estate his heritage but it must but he must do it in a conflict that cannot be told in words. Think about that again. But man will 
regain his lost state, his heritage, but he must do it in a conflict that cannot be told in words. The conflict cannot be told in words. What you are speaking in words, right, is the affirmation of what you are to be, what you are entitled to be, what is your birthright. In each of those statements in the affirmation, it speaks to your birthright. When you say, I am one with all, I am in tune with divine will, I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, I am infinite in all, I am omnipotent in all, I am plain rich, I am the creator of my heaven, that speaks to you being the Lord of all the plane of manifest, of protoplasm, of mineral, of beast, of plant, of beast. It speaks to that. The I am principle, as many people know about the, um, the story in the Old Testament where Moses is speaking to the burning bush. And he is told to go before the Pharaoh. And he asks the question, who shall I say sent me? And the answer from the burning bush is, I am that I am. Tell him, I am sent you, right? Which in Hebrew is, Aya, Asha, Aya. Now, some people have translated that Hebrew phrase to be, I will be what I will be. But it's really, I am that I am which corresponds directly with the statement in the Quran of Mecca when it says when Allah wants to create a thing he simply says kun fayakun be and it is or exist and it comes into existence this is an affirmation Kun Fayakun, I am that I am, those are affirmations. That's what those are. I am one with all. I am that I am. I am in tune with the ific will. I am that I am. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I am that I am. I am infinite in all. I am that I am. I am omnipotent in all. I am that I am. I am plain rich. I am that I am. I am the creator of my heaven. I am that I am. Right? Kum fayakum. Be and it is. It is what it is. As people say on the streets, it is what it is. It is what it is. I am that I am. It's an acknowledgement of the now. Of the... one with the all being in the moment being in the present all that was ever was is and ever more to be being in that moment acknowledging the reality that all you need 
is within grasp. All you need is at your fingertips, is at your reach. It's there. You have it. It's up to you to claim it. It's like a winning ticket to the lottery. You could have the winning ticket, but until you take the ticket to the location and claim your prize to redeem your <laughs> redeem through your ticket, you will never get that multi-million dollar prize. You have the ticket. You're just not cashing it in. Spiritually speaking. And this is what affirmations allow you to do. It allows you to cash in that ticket. Now, is there a process? Is everything, you know, automatic? No, it's not. There is, again, man will regain his loss, estate, his heritage, but he must do it in a conflict that cannot be told in words. The conflict is a struggle. The conflict is the series of events that you and I go through to prepare you for what what is yours to receive. However, Everyone does not go uh, fare well in their conflicts. These events serve as test. It, go, it further goes on about in chapter one that yea, he must suffer trials and temptations manifold, but let him know that the cherubim and seraphim that rule the stations of the sun. And spirit of the mighty Allah who ruled the solar stars are his protectors and his guide, and they will lead to victory. So, that key point let him know. Let him know the cherubim and seraphim, right? Are his protectors and his guide. So we're guided by higher beings. We just have to use it, use them. And we have to use that ticket. Use all the methodologies that you can that serve your benefit on this spiritual journey. And affirmations is just one of them. And with that, I conclude on this broadcast. I thank you for listening. Until next time. Peace and love.